Hello. Hello, welcome back. Not for us. Well, no, we are <laughs> bouncing straight off of last week's episode into recording this one because somebody is being <laughs> selfish and going on a honeymoon for two weeks. Yeah, four <laughs> days now. Four days till you go. Oh my gosh. Well, four days and we'll be going in the early hours of the morning. Yeah. So we'll be getting an early night. Seriously? So we're taking the kids out for dinner that night. Like Aww. it's a nice like last night before we go. And so have you heard, there's this restaurant not far from us that does like grazing platters. Like that's their oh whole my God. deal. Oh my grazing God. grazing platters. So we're going to take them there. That is amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm so going to have excited. to find out where that is. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> But I'm just paranoid about not putting outing information on the podcast with what we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it is somewhere. That is very safe. Yeah. Um, At least not until we get sponsored by like um, the safe whatever stuff. Oh, Simply Safe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that a, a, a UK thing as well or is it just America? There must be a UK version. Yeah, because I hear all the American podcasts like sponsored yeah. by them. <laughs> yeah. There's only British like home security things that want to sponsor us yeah um, we're, yeah. we're, we're happy to try, try out your product yeah we'll trial it go for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. we are yes talking about another case that takes place on the Appalachian Trail I've been like since I never heard of the Appalachian Trail before the Claudia Brenner and Rebecca White one mm-hmm. and since you did that episode I'm just hearing it or noticing it everywhere and I'm just like, oh my god, how yeah. have I never noticed it's this before? It's a really big trail. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, because I did listen, because we've not copied National Park after dark at no. all. I had a little note about that in here. <laughs> big fans. Um, yes, very big fans. And obviously they did their morbid collab recently. Yeah, this And week. they kicked to Appalachian Trail. Yeah, pure coincidence. They did a case on the I Appalachian know. Trail, which I had already planned this one and started writing these, <laughs> this, um set of episodes for this case before up. they did that yeah before that came out guys okay um but yeah i enjoyed the little tidbit that there is a tradition that for part of the trail you spend a day hiking naked you did not hear that bit. i did not hear that bit <laughs> what yeah. oh my god if you're gonna, apparently if you're gonna hike the whole trail yeah. Um, only like 250 people or something managed the whole trail. Yeah. Hey, stop yeah. reading what I've oh put in God. here. <laughs> stop like stealing all of my no. notes. <laughs> it's because I listened to that intro. Yeah. Um, which sounds like I sent you a message just being like, they have literally oh said almost word for word what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently if you try and hike the whole thing a bit, there's a tradition where you have to spend one of the days hiking nude. I'm hoping in one of the bits where it's like, really <laughs> out in the countryside you're not going through like a town yeah. or anything <laughs> like okay so, yeah i'm not i would sh- be so worried because yeah there's like proper wildlife on the trail and yeah rocks that, and actually yeah because and... i guess do people not hike even with their like boots on if they're doing that oh they then? hike with their boots oh okay bit, but That's it's just like yeah because i was gonna say otherwise that would be killer I, I would not like to come across like a mountain lion or something no with nothing on that's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then if it chases you having to ditch the rucksack yeah and so you are just naked running into town like oh, <laughs> what are you doing there was a lion chasing me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh my god oh, nightmare yeah oh <laughs> uh, Perhaps you would need your lovely, like, nude lower body towel that you got advertised on Ali, whatever, oh, earlier. Oh, AliExpress. AliExpress. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, do you want to buy this for your home? I was looking up things like, um, you know, like 
drawer organizers for like sorting out your trousers and stuff mm. like that <laughs> and yeah one of its suggestions then for me was this throw for my sofa <laughs> which literally has two fornicating people yeah on it. literally just like the just their lower body as well though wasn't it up to their top of their shoulders yeah just like it's obviously straddling. so you can put it over yourself and your head will finish it <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like naked aprons yeah <laughs> can you imagine that on the sofa like christmas time or something god because i do all of my like student um like uh that sessions was from home harassment. yeah just like <laughs> oh hi parent make yourself at home on the sofa whilst i do the session and they're like um <laughs> child we're leaving yeah. <laughs> God. So, yeah every time i have like students i have to go around the house being like wait is there anything that shouldn't be down here that i had to like move one of troy's coasters to be like we can't have this out because it swears on it and like <laughs> rearrange i had to rearrange all of the like magnets on the fridge oh, so they no. weren't spelling out anything really bad <laughs> it is stressful using your own home to like teach people so but oh, we fun. should jump onto the at yeah so that i can then go do my 5k run in potential thunderstorms yeah lovely <laughs> but i will get a medal at the end so. yes which is what you care about <laughs> <It is. laughs> um, that should be one of our merch we'll do anything for a medal yeah yeah <laughs> that should be actually <laughs> um but yeah so i stumbled across this case whilst researching the rebecca and claudia case um Along with another case, which I might also cover in the future, so... <laughs> it's a bit like me with the Tarlathlethi lake murders yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I was really shocked that there have been several really big cases on the AT that I'd never heard about. Um, just as a disclaimer, a lot of my information does come from the Outside article written by Earl Swift, which we'll obviously link in the notes, but it is an exceedingly detailed account. Oh. Earl was actually hiking the AT and met Jeff and Molly in 1990. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it seemed the best source. God, you weren't even born then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to obviously advertently copy anything, but it is kind of unavoidable at points not to write essentially the same thing. Is it a bit like when you're doing your university assignments and you take a sentence and so you just mix up the order yeah. of the words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> uh, or go but, to Wikipedia and get the... You, you put the information from Wikipedia in your assignment. Oh, yeah. But then you use the actual reference at the bottom of Wikipedia. I have done that, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all these like little hacks that you get when you're studying <laughs> um but yeah big shout out to earl swift um go well uh before i delve into the details of the case though i wanted to give some background on the at i the think the stuff that i haven't already covered yes <laughs> i think it's important to situate these outdoorsy cases in their locations um and el and i were obviously as you know really active outdoorsy people we love hiking and camping and so being outside yeah and rain or shine yep i yeah i personally find it interesting so i've always wanted to do wild swimming that freaks me out i don't <laughs> love 
I, I not don't... in something that's deep that I can't stand in because I oh, don't like okay. deep water yeah, but just like say. in a stream that I could stand up oh in. that would be fine yeah. yeah okay I was gonna say I don't like things where you can't see the bottom no. or like see what's round your feet I have that <laughs> what's it called like the lassophobia oh yeah 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 100% me dark uh, water freaks me out yep not the film <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, the film freaked me out. It didn't but, yeah. freak me out, but <laughs> um, I feel like I'm a more hardened horror film yeah. person. That's the thing. I love horror films, but they 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 freak me out. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the time when I'd watched a horror film and I was about 14 and I was hyped up on coffee mm-hmm. and I was going up the stairs and I was trying to do it in the dark to prove that I wasn't scared and some idiot had left out a tape measure, mm-hmm. one of the metal ones, and I walked on it and it went it was behind me mm-hmm. so did that horrible oh. behind me oh and my I shrieked <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I felt slightly um, embarrassed yesterday in one of my student meetings she's it just that throw on the side <laughs> <laughs> she's just turned 13 okay and she was like I'm so excited in October we're gonna go to Scaresville and I was oh. like I, I've been to Scaresville and I had to nope out of that. I couldn't do it. I was too scared. Oh, I so. can't wait to take, like, ours when they're old enough. The yeah. middle one will absolutely love it. I was going to say, the middle one will love it. You might traumatise the eldest because her and I are so similar. I would think that, but then at the same time, she absolutely loves roller coasters, which I didn't think she would. Yeah, but then I like things that don't match up. Because, uh. obviously, I have a slide phobia yes <laughs> it's pathetic i know even kids slides. <laughs> yeah i literally on a slide couldn't do it and i had like a seven-year-old say i'll give you a push if you want i was like shut up <laughs> but i would love to go whitewater rafting i'd love that yeah oh my god but yes. like it doesn't make sense i'd love to do that and can't go down like a kiddie slide <laughs> so. i think it's because you're in the raft and yeah, it's not you... like that when you get in it yeah I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway. yeah. Anyway. Um, where was I? Yeah. So, yeah, I love all the outdoorsy stuff. I like all the information. Not a slide. <laughs> <laughs> so, apologies to any listeners who maybe aren't as into these bits of nature info. Skip for like yeah. a few seconds. But I, I will not promise to not keep doing them because I like it and it's our podcast. So, suck you it up. You can just listen to my episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or but, use the handy, as you say, Spotify. 15 yeah, seconds ahead yeah. that I use for I all use the adverts. That. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so... No, I... extra for ad-free. No, I've just got a button that I can just yeah, press but... through it. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that I have alienated half of you who hate all the outdoorsy random crap I'm going to put in, um, go into some of the some of the generic details. The AT is the longest hiking-only trail in the world. So it... And you're just sat there because you're like, yeah, I know all this. <laughs> it's... I was just pondering what is a hiking only track. So, like, you can't... You can't take a horse on it or a bike. Yeah, or, like, a car or anything. So, like, I think it literally you don't need public transport or okay. any other mode of transport. Um, it is a staggering 2,194.3 miles long. That's like going to Scotland and back to Scotland and back. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. across England, like... <laughs> I like times. I like hiking, but not to that degree. Yeah. Um, it, I would love to do it though. Like, no, it stretches across fourteen states and goes from Georgia to Maine, or Maine to Georgia. Um, 
got no reference where those places are in my head. Me okay. neither. No. no. <laughs> but I know they're a long way away from each other. Yeah. Um, and the trail's construction was actually completed in 1937. Okay. And it's open year-round. Uh, obviously, it goes across 14 states, so it has lots of different weathers. Um, and apparently, the highest peaks on the trail can get 100 inches of snow a year on average. That's, like, that's a lot. A lot. That, that is a lot. That's foot probably... is 12 foot. What's 100 divided by 12? Well, 100 divided by 10 would be 10. So probably about 8 foot. 17. It's about 8 foot. 96. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's eight, about 8. Nearly 9 foot. Yeah. Just over yeah. 8 Well, foot, just yeah. under 8.5. Yeah. <laughs> so there's quite a lot of snow. Um, that is. That's. And, I would just be swamped yeah. by it. But yes, purely coincidentally, as we said, National Park After Dark and Morbid covered most of this stuff. That's because it's such a cool trail. Yeah, and I listened and I was just like, oh, fuck ah, off. shit, I <laughs> cannot just give the same information. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm copying them just because they aired first. So I re-researched to get some slightly quirkier facts as well. So the fastest the AT has been walked is 41 days, 7 hours, and 39 minutes. That's very quick. That I is guess, so feeling. quick. That knocked off top spot the previous world record by four days. Yeah. Like, that is a lot that they knocked it off by as well. It's that quick that my maths is not wanting to work out how roughly many how miles. many miles a day yeah. that is. Well, it's 2,200 divided by 41. Um, 2,200 divided by 41 is 53.6 miles a day. A day! A, how? Have they got bionic legs? And a normal walking speed is about three yeah. to four miles a day. No. They must Hang have on, had... have they bullshit Yeah. This? They must have had, oh. like, hiking boots that were, like, Heelys. What like, is... Um, Fifth, what is it? Fifty-three. Divide yeah. that by say you walk fifteen hours a day. Okay, so that's three, three and a half miles an hour. Okay, yes. Yeah, so okay, that's not yeah. terrible. So actually, they've, they've walked about th- yeah average walking. <laughs> fuck, fuck, ow, oh, <laughs> ow, hang on. Oh, Becca's back after having to change from yeah. spilling boiling hot tea on herself. Yep, I was. And I'm just like, <laughs> typical big sister that I'm just laughing, not helping out yeah, at all. Just watched me in pain, <laughs> covered in boiling tea. Like, pissing myself laughing on the sofa. Yep. Um, oh, so, but yeah, so they walked about average speed for 15 hours a day for 50 odd days. 42 days, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Wow. So that is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, my leg is like burning. <laughs> I just <laughs> I had to put my pajamas on. So, um, but yeah, uh, where was I? So very yes. quick walking. Yeah. The youngest person to complete the whole trail is Juniper Netberg in October 2020. She was just four years old at the time. I have a feeling that she probably doesn't technically count because she didn't <laughs> walk it all herself wow you are like so mean <laughs> but yeah she hiked with her parents and three older siblings so but wow you'd be like no child i'm taking your medal away yes you didn't walk for <laughs> two miles of the trail <laughs> we've had to carry our youngest while we're out in malta like mm. round like when we've been walking god it's around. hard oh my it? god i hate it i don't know how you do that far 
Because be, you couldn't take a pushchair, I'm guessing. No, they'd cause... have to have one of those like hiking backpack oh, things no. that they sit in. No, yeah. I would not be doing that. Mm. And then, I, this is totally just gratuitous for me because I found it interesting. <laughs> but I also went down a bit of a rabbit hole reading a hiker's blog about how much food they ate on the trail. And they said that they worked out, on average, someone would need to eat between five and 6,000 calories oh, just to maintain their weight I'd whilst hiking. I'd love to be able to eat that I day. know, yeah. Troy can. Yeah, he he does anyway, because he does landscaping. But yeah. Whilst... Think how many calories he'd need on the trail. Oh my God. That was so nice doing Hadrian's Wall, because I was like, just I can eat. just eat whatever yeah. I want. Like, it was amazing. I want to go to the Antarctic at some point. Mm. And... There, you have to obviously like they recommend you put like butter in your coffee and yeah. stuff just because of how much you're burning. I love like salted butter. I can just eat it. I yeah. love it. Like, I wouldn't need to put it in my coffee. No. I would literally just have the tub. Yeah. <laughs> when I cook and it needs salted real butter, I always like end up eating little bits off the side. Yeah. Well, it's just like oh no, it's not completely off the knife. I'd better lick that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This guy. I get that, obviously, when you're hiking, I, I get it after doing Hadrian's Wall, and that's nothing like the AT. Yeah. And, like, you don't want to be carrying loads of food and weighing yourself down. But I still feel like this guy did not make the most of being able to, like, Eat stuff yourself. he wanted. Yeah. His daily rations, he recorded, like, a day, consisted of, for breakfast, um... Two energy bars spread with peanut butter, liberally. I do like peanut butter, but I'm yeah. allergic to it. I know. Which sucks now. Because it's also so, like, calorie dense as yeah. well. Um, this is a theme in his whole menu. Um, mid-morning snack of a Snickers covered in peanut butter. Ew. <laughs> he had lunch, which was a wrap with pepperoni, cheese, mustard, and another peanut butter smothered energy bar i'm sorry just one wrap at lunch i when didn't you think eat that. all that yeah i thought that i would not be having just one wrap yeah he had a mid-afternoon snack of two more energy bars and peanut butter <laughs> this sounds as boring as hell i know and then his dinner was rice olive oil hot dogs a Velveeta cheese sauce packet and then for pudding a snickers bar or oreos once again covered in peanut butter he does not know how to eat. No. I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, no. Again, I get that it's like you're carrying it all, so you need just nutrient-dense small things, but... He doesn't know yeah. how to eat. He no. did say that when he went into town, um, he did eat, like, a lot more okay, I can at this place. That. He was like, actually, I went way too much over <laughs> what I realistically needed. Um... But why not? Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, I love food. And he's completely boring himself with that stuff. Yeah. So, when he then went into town one day, he had, um, um, went to this place for breakfast called Hud- uh, Huddle, House. Huddle House, which it looks like he had, like, a whole plate of waffles, a whole plate of, like, a French toast breakfast sandwich with yeah. like grits maybe maybe and like eggs. milkshake yeah milkshake coffee and eggs yeah for breakfast then he went for lunch at pizza hut for a buffet and had 16 slices of pizza wow <laughs> and then he went out for dinner at a pub or something and he had a whole like burger mm. and fries and a plate of fish and chips and fries Fish and chips and fries. Fish I think they're chips. chicken goujons and chips. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, chicken goujons and chips. He did make a note saying, like, most people would only have one, but... 
But yeah, so he wow. he made up for the boring yeah. diet when he went I into just town. I just think that, like, instead of his horrible energy bars, he could be, like, having cheese and peanut butter and stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing. I would be I would eating, just take myself, like, like, a proper, like, just an absolute mm. mix of all yeah. the charcuterie board oh, bits in my backpack. Yeah. And I love making a really good, like, trail mix with, like, mm. M&Ms in yeah. there and, like, chocolate-covered raisins and... I would eat like a hobbit. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. And like, like I just, when we went and did Hadrian's Wall, which I know I bang on about all the time, I'm sorry, it's one of the few interesting things (laughs) I've done. Um, Like, I do a lot of things, but it's one of the few, like, out there things I've done. Um, I just like, yeah, I made some, like, banana bread and just, like, wrapped those up and brought them. (laughs) I know you hate them, but... I hate banana bread. Okay, I just made some cake and, like, just wrapped it up and I just, like... Take some bites of cake. That apple crumble cake mum used to make that she doesn't make anymore. Yes. She that was so and we used to have it with like butter on it. Yeah. Dorset apple cake. Yeah. So good. She'd only make it when our cousins were visiting. I know. Because it was our aunt's favourite cake. So yeah, and we like it too. Yeah. Josh made a crumble the other night and I was really excited for Mm -hmm. it. And I even tried it when it had raisins in it while he was out at boot camp. Uh Uh-huh. And I took my first bite of it, and he put banana in it too, and I was like, no. almost sick. It was gross. <laughs> so, so you really don't like banana. No. It's not just that you make a fuss. <laughs> no. So then he made me a peach and raspberry Aww. crumble the next That's night. That's really sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and but... bought me a pumpkin spice latte, the oh. first of the year. Oh, good basic. I know, so yeah, basic. basic. <laughs> but getting... and a pumpkin mug. Oh yeah, that in. was cute. Yeah, yeah. But uh, getting back to slightly more relevant things, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Along the AT, there were also like vast remote areas where oh, yeah, personal, not even on the case. Yeah, personal safety obviously needs to be at the forefront of a hiker's mind. Um, and whilst researching the AT, I was interested to see like a lot of safety advice on the government website for it. Okay. So hikers, it was urging them not to post itineraries online. Yeah, because then people could know where you are yeah. when you are. To use the pronoun we, not I, if you're hiking alone, so that you don't yeah. alert people to the fact you're alone. That is very sensible yeah. advice. And it was making a big thing about like trusting your instincts about strangers. That's really and, good. Yeah, and saying like be alert for anyone making you uncomfortable. Don't camp near trailheads or roads. Trust yoga. And it even said like when setting out. Leave your car door open and keys easily accessible to yourself in case you need to drive away quickly. I'm guessing they mean unlocked. No, leave the car door open so you can literally oh. just jump in. Yeah. So all of that kind of surprised me. Because yeah. earlier in the article, the AT was mentioned as having like an abundance of acts of kindness, trail magic. And it, I guess it made me wonder whether these cases that we're covering are sort of to blame for that advice being there sadly yeah but also yeah it really really good it impressed me yeah that it was sort of talking about like gut and trusting your gut and things as well yeah um but yeah it seems like the greatest danger even though there's so much different weather and so many different animals that you can come across on the trail like the greatest danger is still going to come from the person hiking behind you or sat outside the shelter you've come to for the night which is really just sad yeah and this was sadly the reality for the two hikers that we're talking about today who were jeff hood and molly larue uh the at gets over three million visitors a year 
but only 3,000 of those attempt to through-hike it. Yeah. And only about 750 of those complete the trail. Oh, I was off slightly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Molly and Jeff were two of these through-hiking hopefuls. And in 1990, they set off to give it a go. Um, the pair had met in Kansas. Selena, Kansas, to be exact. Okay. Um, I always kind of, if I can, like to put the specific place. Yeah. Because... I know that when I hear places I know specifically, I'm like, ooh. That's near us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they were involved in church work, taking at-risk youths on hiking excursions to help them, like, change their okay. lives. Jeff was 26 with a beard, thick eyebrows, and a Tennessee accent, which I'm not sure what Tennessee... Tennessee? <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> if you're sure. <laughs> Molly was 25. Close enough, I'm sure. <laughs> God. I'm so sorry, anyone from Tennessee. Yeah, Molly was 25, blonde-haired and dimpled. And she had a stocky but athletic build. And they both just loved children and the Aww. natural world. Um, they both had their fair share of, of adventure individually. Jeff uh, had been teaching climbing in New Mexico. Wow. And Molly had worked in Arizona providing wilderness therapy in the desert for children there. That's really cool. I know. They were both really interesting people. Yeah. Um, the AT, though, was to be their next adventure. I like as well how they're, like, sharing it round and getting other people interested mm. in it and sharing, like, the peace or adventure or whatever like they're getting from it the positivity mm. they get from it they're sharing with like yeah kids passing and it stuff on and, and yeah yeah that's really true um but yeah both of them had found that the work with the church that they were doing was going to come to an end that may and they weren't really sure what to do next so they decided to hike the at whilst they figured their next steps out <laughs> they planned to take six months hiking it um and it was a trail that molly had always wanted to do so she rang her parents up to tell them uh, before saying that a friend was actually going to. Okay. And she said, do you want to know something about the friend? And her dad said, yes. Yes. And she said, that. well, he's male. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was like, that is just so sweet and kind of a bit awkward. <laughs> so her dad asked if she was announcing a relationship and she said yes i am Aww. so she just sounds like i don't i can really relate to that kind of <laughs> just not knowing how to say stuff <laughs> yeah. i think that's adorable that is like, he's a male <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah molly and jeff were by all accounts smitten with Aww. each other they wrote to each other whilst they were working in different states and oh, yeah because i guess 1990s there wouldn't have been like mobile phones no or like that yeah and, and Molly used pretty much all of her savings to pay for the AT. So just, yeah, oh no, they sound really they sweet. Um, the pair set out on the 3rd of June, 1990, to climb the mile-high Mount Katahdin. Nope. <laughs> that sounds like a slog. Yeah, terrifying. Um, that's in Maine, to the AT's northern terminus. So... They did that on the 3rd and began the AT properly on the 4th of June. I hate climbing. Yeah. Like hills and everything. Nope. Yeah. We don't live where there's hills. No. It um, takes whole different muscles that mm. we just don't build up around no, here. No, not really, no. <laughs> um, when I was in Scotland doing some mountain climbing or hiking, there, like some of the Scottish locals were just like, they do hill running and like mountain running mm. it's just like that's their daily yep. jog so, and oh. literally this woman just like ran past us up this steep mountain to the top and was coming <laughs> back down when we were like 
not even at the top. <laughs> not it's even like, able to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently only 10% of through hikers start here in Maine. Okay. Which I don't know why you'd. So they all start down at the other end normally. In Georgia, yeah. I wondered whether that's a bit like Hadrian's Wall, where Troy and I did it the opposite end to most people, because you actually have the weather is generally better going that way. I wonder if the elevation's different as well. Yeah, so that's you have true. More, more downwards, downwards yeah. than going from Georgia. Yeah, true. Um, Molly was keeping a journal through their hike. And early on, it seems like they were finding the trail exceptionally strenuous, Aww. like more than they'd anticipated. The start as well, I think, is always the worst until you get over that yeah, halfway like bedded point. In. Yeah, like I'm like that with races. Once I'm past mm. the halfway point, I'm like, well, it's just it's mm. further to turn around now. Yeah, like Molly writes that they had a day where they weren't sure if it was the right decision. Oh, and yeah, Ooh. and Jeff also wrote. Our bodies have had almost as much as they can take. Like, oh, I really feel for them struggling with it. But still they soldiered on and found the strength to persevere. Um, and they were having the time of their lives, like, despite these wobbles. Yeah. So if you remember from my episodes on Rebecca White and Claudia Brenner, a lot of the shelters have logbooks in them where yeah. they'll, hikers will record notes and messages. And serious hikers apparently have trail names, which they what? usually sign their entries under. What? So it's kind of cool because you can't decide your own trail name. Why? It's given to you by other hikers. When? So it's like a rite of passage. When? I know. When do you get a trail name? Yeah, so I learned about them from the podcast Locations Unknown, which is another one I'm really into. Yeah. Um, because both of the hosts hike a lot. And it's the only all male podcast that I've been able to really stick with and get oh, into I don't have any all male oh, podcasts see, they, I listen to I find to they've cause... got a good chat and banter thing going on as well like a bit like Morbid National Park After Dark I tried to listen to one of the ones that is always like recommended I think and I really didn't get on with that at all they oh. just struck me as very yeah. you know those brash obnoxious mis- like sexist men ah yeah yeah mmm that. Yeah, no, good locations unknown to try. Okay. They've done a lot of cases I've not seen anywhere else. So, okay. yeah, but um, yeah, both of the hosts hike. And so they were talking about um, trail, trail names. names. And I can't remember what their own ones were, but I've noted a few trail names of people I've come across during research. Okay. Like Granola. Yeah. Gluten Puff. Okay. DK Shh. Because oh. apparently in the dark, uh, this one had a story attached, but they like accidentally wandered off the trail and ended up in the dark alone, like in a field full of donkeys. And they didn't know what they were and got scared and tried to like sneak out of the field. So donkey-sh. they became donkey sh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, booty. Okay. Achilles. <laughs> Sliced beets. What? Mouse king. What? <laughs> Ravioli. Like, there are all sorts of different ones. How do you get a trail now? So, it's apparently... A lot of people's come from, like, things they've got on the trail with them or do. But... But... How many people have to have called you that before you're allowed that to be I your think it's name? just at some point you're a serious enough hiker that someone's, like, calls you it and it, like, sticks. Okay. And you're like, yeah, I like that. I'm going to keep that one. But it has to be, like, someone else has given you that. Like, I you can't know. just make it up. So I want a trail name. I really do. Like, yeah. I don't know what mine would be. No. I don't know what 
I don't know. I I'd mean, be worried. Mine what would, would probably be just like blisters. Because I always <laughs> get blisters on my feet really badly right at the beginning. And then it sucks for the rest of the time. See, I could see mine being Barbie because that's what I get. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but they sound more derogatory, like funny derogatory. In a way. Yeah, they are, I think. Yeah. So. Um, now, Molly's trail name was Nalgene. Don't which... know what that means. I didn't either. Apparently, it's a type of, like, old water bottle. Okay. I looked them up, and this is what the internet said. Nalgenes have a wide mouth, which makes them easy to clean if you plan on using something other than water. Okay. So, like, electrolyte powder and stuff won't... You, you can clean it without mould getting so into the crevices. So, like, the ones that you get for, like, your protein powders yeah. and stuff. And they can also endure high temperatures, so you can fill them with hot water without breaking them. Okay, yeah, so basically yeah. it's like a, like, you know when you can get those thermoses that got, like, a white spell. Yeah, so I'm guessing that she just used Nalgene bottles or yeah. something, or, like, maybe she was really tough or something. Yeah, so I'm guessing she always had a Nalgene bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff's trail name was Clevis. What's which Clevis? I thought maybe that was just, like, a name. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Trevis. Cl- yeah, or, like, Clovis or something. But yeah, so I looked that up and it's actually a clevis fastener. Right. Um, so it's kind of like a, almost like a little bolt almost. Yeah. Sort of hook thing that, um, yeah, they, it features a unique hooked shape resembling a U. And the open section contains two holes, one on each prong that support like a pin going through oh, the top. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what yeah. that is. Yeah. <laughs> so once the clevis pin is positioned properly, um, Apparently, they're, like, really strong. Um, They're often used in automobiles, aircraft, boats, construction equipment. Um, So, yeah, so I wonder if he got that moniker from being really physically strong. Yeah, or really handy and, like, engineering with stuff that he makes. Yeah, that's true, yeah. making stuff Mm. and tinkering. And, like, fixing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, Molly would write in the logbooks under her Nalgene trail name. And in one such main logbook, Molly left this humorous poem. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it just gives a really good idea of their personality. And yeah. despite it being tough, they were just having so much fun. And yeah. they could see the funny side of the struggle. Okay. So it's, last evening, I whispered, I think there are less bugs. Yay. This morning, bring on the slugs. <laughs> Through the roof of our tent, I see their familiar sludge. The stuff that resembles butterscotch fudge. (laughs) Squish between my toes in my sandal. Yuck, this is something I just can't handle. (laughs) I know. That brings nightmares. Yeah. I hate stepping on a slug. I feel really awful, for one thing. And then it's just, they are really... Just the goop. I don't like bugs or slugs or insects. And yet you love hiking and camping and... Yeah, but I freak out if I can see any of them. Really? Troy's like that. But I... They don't bother me. They really do. Oh. Uh. (laughs) But yes, I got freaked out. I was driving to work the other day Mm -hmm. and I was driving down the road and two spiders crawled out of my wing mirror. Oh. Now, my windows were up and everything. Oh, they okay. couldn't get me. Yeah. But just seeing them there. Oh, oh okay. No. So as long get as out my car. they aren't going to get on me, I'm not bothered. No. Again, no. like, we've had wolf spiders in the house. Oh. And I've just kind of been like, as long as they're not bothering me, I just kind of leave them. No. So it's like, I don't know, we had one go behind the fridge and another See, one. I would not be able to stop thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think just their happiness is palpable in their entries. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, they just through every shelter they stayed at, they left cheery notes that some of the hikers found like almost like repulsively happy <laughs> and were like, How are you this happy? Yeah. Like, um and also like um um but yeah, oh, just as a note for listeners, if you hear any like clomping about and stuff, my uh, fiance's just got home from work, so um, and the dogs are a bit excited. And the dogs, yeah. But yeah, I just they were just so happy in all their notes, and they left like thank yous to the people they met along the way, and yeah, their progress was really easy to track as well because they were making their way. Very slowly, um, they were continually. So they weren't doing forty or fifty miles a day. No, they were continually waylaid by just the incredible sights and discoveries along the trail. They were photographing turtles. Oh, wow! I know, looking at foliage, cooking, and just just taking their time, savoring the journey together. I love. I know people generally don't get it, mm-hmm. but I love like a one pot camp. Meal. Yes. Oh my god, so good. With just some like bread or something as yeah, well. I just love it. Yeah. Just seeing what you can make on that camping mm-hmm. stove. Oh, so <laughs> fun. And it always tastes so oh, good. Oh, it tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they were going slowly. Yeah. Molly even mentioned in one entry, if you're behind us, you will pass us. <laughs> so I think just their sense of humour seems yeah. really good. Um, one hiker met them towards the end of July. It, um, and that is actually um, the chap who did the outside um, article. He okay. met them. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and it was a Friday, and they were in New Hampshire at the Jeffers Brook Shelter, because every shelter has a name. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. Uh, it was during a huge storm as I well. I do love storms if I don't have to go out. Yeah. I'm storms not sure I'd like a storm if I'm hiking a train. No. There was a point on Hadrian's Wall that it started chucking it down. And we were right by this um, ruined castle. So we were, like, sheltering in this castle. Oh, and wow. just, like, it. we were there for, like, 45 minutes. And it was not stopping. Yeah. And we were like, we're just, just going to have to go. <laughs> like, <"Wah." laughs> That sucked. But, um, but yeah. Um, the hiker noticed Jeff's rucksack. Because it was one of the best ones you could buy at that time. Ooh. It was a Gregory, which okay. I looked up. Apparently, they're really like innovative and very high quality brand. Okay. Uh, and Jeff's was a gigantic green rucksack, so it really stood out on the trail. Yeah, and we've that... got those um, Osprey. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so put a pin in that Gregory green, green, green rucksack. rucksack. Yeah. Um, at this shelter, the hikers, because there were a few there. There was Molly, Jeff. Um, I wouldn't like that. If I'm hiking a trail, I would not no, like being No, I'm not sociable enough to want that. <laughs> I would rather camp outside in yeah. the rain. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally just thinking that. That sounds awful. Yeah. But yeah, they were inconvenienced. Especially because, yeah, this story proves how awful it is. They were inconvenienced by this really moody, unpleasant man called Ugh, Ruben. Get out, Ruben. Yeah. He was really short with, like, this giant pack. It was, like, taller than him when he wore it. It was like, yeah. Um, apparently, he was like towering over him, and he was like staggering under the weight of him. Wow! <laughs> Which just gives me a really funny image. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was an extremely demanding cabin mate. He came in and just insisted he be given the east wall where someone else was already camped out. It's like tough luck. Yeah. Like, first come, first serve. Yeah. Right? Luckily, that guy refused to give it up. Good. <laughs> so, 
and he was told he was just going to have to camp in the middle of the room where there was space. <laughs> um, and then he kept interrupting the conversations of the other hikers to like ask them just kind of condescending stuff and like belittle oh. their gear and things. Like, he was no need for that. No, he was just a dick. Yeah, basically. Um, and then as evening fell, like one after the other, like practically chugging them. He drank six Tallboy beers. Oh, he yeah, pulled I was out wondering his... what Tallboys yeah. were. He like, is, it, is it a cocktail? Yeah, it's like one of those like big beer cans. Oh. He just like pulled out of his pack and just drank six like one after the other. Oh. And then apparently he like crumpled up the cans to like make into makeshift like candles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> and yeah, it was now sort of into the evening and he started celebrating the Sabbath. So obviously he was religious. I don't he was know what just. The Sabbath is. I think it. I want to say it's Jewish, where like the okay. Saturday is the holy day. Okay, I think. Yeah. Um, sounds like it could. I be might. Either. I'm probably wrong, but what? Okay, okay, it is a Jewish religious observance um, from Friday to Saturday evening, yeah. like a Sunday for Christians. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah. So he was Jewish. He was celebrating the Sabbath in the cel- center of the shelter loudly with his beer can candles and um, you use what you've got to use <laughs> true i'm sure yeah. if there is a god he should not care true yeah but the people in the shelter did because <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone else was like bedding down and getting into their yeah. sleeping bags to go to sleep <laughs> and he was just in the middle his chanting went on for like several hours oh god no before the other inhabitants started complaining to him. Right, so you I, do you, but yeah. I'm not sure you have to chant for hours That's the to thing. observe a Sabbath. Like, I guess they'd been trying to be respectful. That's why it took, like, two yeah. hours for them to kick up a fuss. But, yeah, they asked him to be quiet now because people were trying to sleep. Yeah. And apparently Ruben just, like, dismissed that demand, saying, like, everyone's probably sleeping through it anyway. And then, <laughs> I love this, Molly shouted from her spot in the darkness, I'm not sleeping through it! <laughs> Which then, like, everyone else kind of chimed in, like, yeah, like, after her. <laughs> so, it's like, no, it's not just this one person. Yeah. Um, so Ruben did eventually shut up. Uh, and the next day, like, Molly and Jeff were polite and courteous with him. Which I think just shows what yeah. kind, patient people they were. Because yeah. I probably wouldn't have been. It's like, okay, you're annoying last night, but fresh day. Yeah. Fresh attitude. Exactly. And later on in the day, Molly and Jeff met up with some of the others from the shelter further along the trail. Okay. Um, Jeff hitchhiked out for some beer. Oh. And then they all, like, shared drinks and stayed together talking all evening. Okay. Uh, Molly and Jeff shared that they were planning to go to grad school after the AT. Oh. Yeah. So it sounds like the time away was helping them assess what they wanted out of life yeah. uh, and in the morning everyone went for breakfast together too oh that's so, nice yeah so I would hate it but... again but nice because nice they obviously them. like it yeah, yeah. Uh, the restaurant they went to did a discount hikers breakfast that's cool which was six pancakes nice four sausages nice. coffee and juice for five dollars like that's so that's good awesome. yeah I'll be there uh-huh. even, yeah we still need to go for that bottomless brunch we really do like, I really want that <laughs> <laughs> and we still need to go for, to the uh, Mexican restaurant yes Amigos yeah. the and yes. then we can tell you all about Ooh, it oh yeah that would be nice yeah. Um, but yeah after this Molly and Jeff split off back to making their own way along the trail yeah and yeah that I think is where it's probably a good place to leave them for part one as they're moseying happily along the trail together and just still loving can we just leave it there 
in general like they yeah. go off happy along the trail and we that's it that would be really nice yeah that would be lovely yeah sorry guys cool uh end of part part one and part one part two and three aren't happening because <laughs> so. they're too sad yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's part one of molly and jeff um and it just their whole it sounds oh, like molly such an adventure okay yeah i oh like it's heartbreaking you need to check in with everyone when you're on your yes. trail hiking we thing. have made a plan already we've got some people we know in america yeah and they're actually in california and do a lot of hiking yeah. so we're going to give them our itinerary for the whole trip so that they kind of know roughly where we should be at any time yeah. and we're going to check in with them every day that's good and uh or at least every other day and yeah. if we go and do a bigger hike we're going to tell them when we're setting out and what time we're going to be back so they can so yeah because we thought we want someone in america who would know what services to call and kind of everything so yeah because yeah i'm so paranoid about that (laughs) (laughs) oh but i'm paranoid about the honeymoon i'm just like oh god what if we get lost in the jungle at night don't i'm gonna be like stressed until you get home (laughs) i freak out over people doing stuff like this yeah (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah but okay. yeah hope you guys have a exciting week and yeah we'll see you see you next, next week, week for part two bye, bye. Oh, you've been listening to the, the weird, weird sisters, sisters. <laughs> thanks for giving us a listen um hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like a share and yeah yeah a review tell your friends please 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything to help us out um and if you do want to get in contact with us you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. W Y R D. Why, you ask? We don't know. <laughs> well, you should, because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. W-Y-R-D or so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments, just want to chat. We're yeah. here for you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.